Many are getting weak. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa. Pastor Ebenezer Okronipa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith, the Holy Spirit, and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Obakamas Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okronipa Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Overcomers Nation, God bless you. Celebrate Jesus. Amen. We have very powerful testimonies in the house. And the first testifier says, I saw great improvement in my condition after Reverend Okronipa prayed for me during the miracle service on the 23rd of October. And this is from uh, Madame Gifty Otifio. And she says, I suffered stroke about six months ago, which affected me terribly. I couldn't walk properly and could hardly lift up my hands. During the miracle service on the Sunday, 23rd of October, I attended a service with my daughter. As Reverend called for those who were trusting God for healing, I was helped to the front. The man of God patiently asked about my case and prayed for me. Right then, I saw great changes in my condition. I walked back to my seat without any assistance. Celebrate Jesus, somebody. Somebody was helped to be prayed for, but she went back without any assistance. And she says that I was able to lift up my hands to the glory of God. Thank you, Reverend, for the great love you showed me. Amen. The second one says, difficulty in breathing and tightness in my chest vanished instantly on the PEC grand finale on the 30th of October. And this is from Gideon Ate, and he, and he says that I joined the grand finale of Prophetic Eagles Convocation on Sunday, the 30th of October. He says, before I attended the service, I had no issues with my health. However, as the service was ongoing, I suddenly began to feel tightness in my chest and had difficulty in breathing. The pain became so unbearable that I went out of the church auditorium in the course of the service. When Reverend Okronipa asked to pray for those who needed healing, I quickly went forward to be prayed for. I was amazed at how swift my healing came. As the man of God prayed for me, the tightness in my chest disappeared and I started breathing normal again. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. The devil is a liar. You come to church and you, you get attacked. No wonder this disease or attack was displayed. Amen. Then the next one says, my ear popped open and the pain disappeared. The, the pain disappeared. I can hear well again. And this he received or she received during the miracle service on the 23rd of October. 
Moses. This is from Sister Rita Commodore. She says, I had a very painful boil in my right ear a month ago. After treating the boil with herbs, the boil transferred to my left ear. What a shock. The pain was the pain which accompanied this boil was so unbearable that it made it difficult for me to sleep at night. Someone had to prompt me anytime my phone rang. My condition was that bad. I attended a miracle service on the, on the Sunday, 23rd of October, and the prophet of God prayed for me. He says, instantly, my ear popped open. The headaches disappeared, and the pain in my ear ceased. I could hear clearly by the time, or by the time I went back to my seat. We are serving a living God. Hallelujah. Oh, you are not clapping for Jesus. Then the last one says, I received instant miracle supply after Papa taught us the secret to receiving miracle money during the night fire prayers. And this is from Sister Ruth Quake. And she says that a week ago, I joined the night fire prayers and Reverend Okonipa taught us how we can charm money to come to us. I took the prayer very seriously and claimed my money to pay off some debts. As I calculated my salary and compared them with my expenses, I realized that my expenses swallowed my salary. And I wondered how I was going to settle the debts. The next morning, which was a Saturday, I had to go to work, but I felt very reluctant. Suddenly, I just heard within me to go to work. I got to work and counted money for a client. The client kept getting excesses on what she was supposed to pay, and I kept giving it back to her. I suddenly felt a prompting to keep the excesses aside, and I said to myself that, that this was stealing. However, I obeyed the voice I heard within me. After counting the money, I went to my office and counted the excesses and I realized I had 540 Ghana CDs. From that time, I kept getting miracle money without stress. I kept wondering how the Lord could listen to my prayers this way. And I remember one time I needed 300 Ghana CDs and some way, somehow, I got the exact money I pray for. Amen. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of the service. Praise the Lord. the name of the Lord wherever you are just honor his name this morning what a beautiful morning you have blessed us with it is the 11th month of the year 2022 Lord we give you praise we give glory to the Lord we give glory to the Lord. He 
Hallelujah, give the Lord a shout of praise and celebrate the Lord right now. And I want you to go to three people around you and tell them that God is able. Go to three people, walk to three people, tell them God is able. Oh, God is able, God is able. God is able. God is able. Hallelujah. God is able. That means that God can do it. I said, tell somebody, God is able. Smile at the person and tell the person, God is able. I don't know what you are going through, but God is able. I don't know what you are expecting this morning, but God is able. I don't know what your heart is believing, but God is able. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. We give Him all the glory. Glory to Jesus Christ. How many of us are ready for the Word of God this morning? Are you ready for the Word of God? Glory to Jesus Christ. In the book of Romans chapter number 15, the verse number 4, the Bible says that for whatsoever things were written aforetime, were written for our learning. It says, whatever was written ahead of time, whatever has been written before, they were written for us to have some information, some knowledge. Why? That we, through patience and the comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. One of the greatest benefits that we get from coming to church is to hear about the scriptures. And the Bible is saying that the scriptures, they give us hope. So in the midst of trying times, I've come to assure you that there is still hope. In the midst of difficult situations, I've come to assure you that there is still hope. In the midst of uh, situations and times, when people are giving up and giving in and folding up and throwing in the towel, as a child of God, you are not supposed to behave like them. As a child of God, you are not supposed to behave like somebody who is in the world. As a child of God, he says that that you might have hope. Lift up your right hand. Say, I have hope. Say, I have hope. That God will change my story. Say, I have hope. That God will bring a miracle into my life. Say, I have hope. Say, I believe. And because I believe, I will see a manifestation of the word of God regarding my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift up your right hand one more time. Say, Father, say this morning, I declare 
My heart is open. My mind is ready to receive with meekness and with humility the word of God that can save my life, that can save my soul, that can change my situation. Say, I'll be blessed this morning. I'll be empowered this morning. And I declare that my life will never be the same again. In the name of Jesus, if you believe God has said and answered your prayer, shout a big amen and celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. God bless you. Kindly take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. God is going to surprise somebody with a miracle today. I said, God is going to surprise somebody with a miracle today. God is going to help us. God is going to help us. Amen and amen. And like I just read to you from Romans chapter 15, the verse number 4. That is one of the main reasons why we come to the house of God. So that we might hear the word of God. And it says that everything that the word of God has written a four times. So we have stories about how God brought the dead back to life, how God brought healing to people. All of those things are to tell us that whatever testimonies that we have heard concerning others, God is able to do it for us also. If we can believe, God is able to do it for us also. And in the midst of the challenging situations that the world is going through, I am here to announce to you that God has a fresh word of hope for his children every day. Every day. Every day. What you should do is that you should jump into the word of God and take comfort in the scriptures. Take comfort in the scriptures. Don't take comfort in what the news agencies have to offer. Don't take comfort in what the market women are telling you. Because when we go to the market nowadays, they tell us a lot of things. Don't take comfort in what the trophy mates are saying. Yesterday, the, uh, the, 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 the cost of transportation was two cities. The next day you go, it has jumped to three cities. And you are wondering that what at all is happening. Let that not swallow you up. You should rather jump and rest on the word of God. Rest on the word of God. Rest on the word of God. That is one of the areas many of God's children are lacking. Ability to rest on God's word. But today, God is going to give you faith. God is going to empower you to be able to rest upon his word. And as you rest upon his word, may there be a manifestation and a performance in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Hallelujah. In the midst of adversity, God can prosper his people. In the midst of challenges that, and I've shared with you several times before, that challenges happen in life. Problems are part of life. They are part of uh, the world that we are in. Jesus said that in this world there shall you see tribulations, meaning troubles, meaning difficult times. And I shared with you in uh, past messages that when we talk about adversities, we can have personal adversities. Sometimes everybody may be enjoying, but only me. I may be having a challenge or a trouble that I'm going through. Those are personal adversities, personal difficulties, personal challenges. Everybody over here, there is one peculiar issue about life that you are facing or dealing with or the other. There is one thing, everybody over here, somebody's may be an emotional problem, another person's may be a financial problem, another person's may be a health challenge that you are 
presently as we are seated uh, over here some of us are standing uh, there is something that is personal to you so there are personal adversities and i spoke about familiar adversities in other words there are some t- there are sometimes situations hit family so a family may be in turmoil and i spoke to you about local or regional problems those things are all there G- they are just confirmations of what jesus said that in this world there will be tribula- tribulations there are problems there are challenges challenges of people disappointing you people that you trusted letting you down somebody that you expected to be there for you all of a sudden not being there anymore people lying to you sometimes situations that you expected oh you are going to see some profits in or you are going to see some uh, uh benefit in and it goes in the opposite direction you woke, wake up one morning and then oh there's a swelling at the back of your neck something can go there in this world there are tribulations you wake up in the morning and then the dollar rate has just skyrocketed one day one day and you are like my goodness what at all is happening these are all the evidences of adversities and i showed you even in a time in the bible where the cost of things were becoming so high and people were getting hungry second kings chapter six and chapter number seven you see challenging times and difficult times challenging and difficult times are not new to this world in fact uh they are always with us they are always with us if there are certain people that they never know the kind of peace and the rest that we are having over here in ghana you go to some countries, Somalia, Liberia, Sierra Leone, you see even some of these countries are just coming out of uh, certain adversities and even they are still there. They are still there. You see hungry people. You go to uh, parts of uh, the, the Asia. You see those in the Middle East. And there are problems of starvation, hunger, challenges that are facing humanity. All of that is just to confirm what Jesus said. He said, in this world, there shall be tribulations. So when you meet a challenge, don't think that the challenge is peculiar to you. Maybe you are in a relationship and the relationship is not going in the direction that you are expecting it to go. And so because of all of that, all, all that, you are so totally broken as though life has come to an end. No, don't be silly. You are not the only one who is facing challenges. So you don't let situations eat you up. Oh, there was a flood. And when I went, I saw that ah, my entire shop, everything has been swept away. Listen to me. It is part of life. There are things that come up every now and then. The sooner you wake up and uh, 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 understand that they are part of life, the better for you. The better for you because then you now begin to consider if it is part of life, what can I do to protect myself or to come out of this situation? But when you get locked up in feeling sorry for yourself, self-pity, and looking down upon yourself, the devil takes you for a ride. And that is where people begin to say, I cannot continue this anymore. Let me commit suicide. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot do that anymore. What do you want to do anymore? Are you understanding me? So they are part of life. Adversities, challenging times, they are part of life. They are part of life. And there are different kinds of challenging situations. Sometimes when you are going through your own, because yours, let's say, may be a financial situation, you may be looking at that brother who may be looking like he's eating all the best food in the world, and you are thinking that this guy doesn't have any problem. Yours may be a financial issue. His may be a, 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 an emotional issue. Do you know that some people eat a lot more when they are saddened or they are going through emotional turmoil? Oh, no, 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 you are not there. 
Glory to Jesus Christ. So you may see the person eating a lot and you'll be standing somewhere judging the person. But you don't know what the person may be going through. You don't know what the person may be going through. Somebody may be there and the person, you see the person, a workaholic. And if the person goes to work early and comes back very late, say, wow, this person is a hard-working person. But maybe it is not because it, the person is a hard-working person. It is a defensive mechanism that the person is using. Maybe there could be a problem in the house. And so to avoid the stress, he or she puts their mind into their job or into something that they are doing. So, there are different situations and there are different challenges that are going on in this world. But in the midst of all of these things, God tells us in 2 John chapter number 1, the verse number 2, that I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and to be in health, even as thy soul prospers. To prosper means to do well. To prosper means to make progress. To prosper means to be in a place where you are settled. He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. In other words, God wants you to do well. Do well where? In your health, in your emotions, in your mind, in your finances. So in the midst, despite the fact that there are tribulations and challenges in this world, God still assures us from his word that we can still do well in this world. In fact, when Jesus told us that in this world you shall face tribulations, he said that but be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. He said, I have told you these things that in me you shall have peace. That word peace is from uh, akin to the Hebrew word shalom, shalom, which means peace, tranquility with what? Prosperity, with well-being, where everything is working for your good. Things are working very well. Things are you are you are happy not just because you have I have got joy, joy overflowing in my soul. No, there is that kind of joy, hallelujah. But you can also have joy because ah you 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 signed a deal and the deal went through very well. You can also bring some kind of joy. So peace with prosperity. Say, I've told you this is that in me you shall have peace. In this world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Jesus said, Be of good cheer. He said, be of good cheer. For what? I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. So as a child of God, what you need to do is to access the victory that Jesus has made available. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. That means that in the midst of the challenges, he still wants us to prosper. And you are going to prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, it is possible to prosper. Let me show you a scripture in Genesis chapter 26, verse 1. Everything that I show you in the Bible, it means that you can see in your life. You can accept it and see it in your life. Genesis 26, verse number 1. The Bible said there was a famine in the land. Adversity. There was a famine. Famine means there was no rain. There was no rain. There was no water. Crops were not growing very well. Situations were not going as they are planned. People planned and their seeds die. It's just like if today you make an investment and the investment perishes. Investment inflation is or uh, you are mangled. Something happens. So it was talking about a time of famine. So he said there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that happened in the days of Abraham. So even in the days of Abraham, the father of faith himself, there was a famine. But this one was in the days of Isaac. And about the Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. Why? He was on his way to Egypt. 
He was on his way to Egypt. So in the days of Isaac, there were problems, challenges. Uh, uh, the, 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 the land was not yielding as it was supposed to yield. Everybody was looking for some quack, quack, quack to survive. You are looking for the best ways to be able to make it, to be able to make ends meet, take care of their families, and to survive. In the midst of adversity, God appeared to Isaac and said, that, Do not go to Egypt, but dwell in the land where Philistine in Gerar, where in Gerar, why would God tell him to stay there? There is famine over there. The land is even a desert place. There's famine all over the place. No rains, no crops are growing, no business is doing well. Yet God said that that is where I want you to stay. In the midst of adversities, one of the things you need to connect yourself to is the voice of God. Is the voice of God to hear from God, to receive instructions from God, to know what God is saying. When you hear from God, that brings a solution, that brings direction, that brings stability. So God spoke to him, and the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but live in the land which I have told you about, or I shall tell thee. And it was the land of, the, 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 in Gerard, the place of famine. He said, I dwell in this land, and I'll be with you and bless you. Uh, for to you and your descendants, I'll give all these lands, and I'll perform the oath which I swore to Abraham, your father. The oath, you see the covenant, it always comes up. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. And so basically he repeats the blessings that he spoke to Abraham. And the Bible says in the verse number six that uh, and, and he dwelt there. By the time God had finished with him, in the verse number 12, the Bible says that in the land of famine, in the land where there was adversity, Isaac sowed in the land. He sowed in the midst of the problem and he reaped in the same year. Can I tell you something? Even in the same year when people are complaining, my God will prosper you. In the same year. Somebody say the same year. The same year. So it's not as though God waited for the problem to end and then he started prospering him. That is what makes the difference between Christians and non-Christians. That is what makes difference, the difference between those who have God and those who don't have God. It is in the midst of challenges that the proof comes. That's why the Lord was teaching us this year about being proof producers. That there's a proof, there's a proof, there's a proof. You need to learn how to challenge God. Let your faith come alive and believe in God. In the same year, he sowed in the land where there was famine, and he reaped. The Bible tells us that he reaped a hundredfold. He reaped a hundredfold. Can I prophesy into your life today? Whatever investment that you are making in this season, you will not lose that investment. I say you will not lose that investment. And the Bible says that, and the Lord blessed him. And the Lord blessed him in the midst of adversity. In the midst of adversity, that is when his promotion started coming. In the verse number 13, the Bible says that, and he was, he was great. Look at that. The man began to prosper. Is it today? I'm, to, I'm sharing you on a subject faith for prosperity. Faith for prosperity. I'm telling you that God wants you to prosper, and God can prosper you. And I'm showing you in the Word of God how to position yourself. And I shared with you earlier that ah, everything that is written is for our learning. So that we can have comfort. 
the comfort of the scriptures and so that we can have hope. So when you see that God prospered Isaac, ah, then that was in that season. In, in this season, God sees Ebenezer. I don't know who, who God is seeing right now. In Isaac's time, oh, listen, I, I, I'm le- I've learned and I'm learning every day to come to rest on the scriptures that the word of God is true. So a songwriter said, I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by what I hear. Hallelujah. I'm not moved by circumstances. Is it? I'm not moved by what I am seeing. I'm not moved by what I'm experiencing. There's one thing that moves me. It says I'm only moved by the word of God. Such a man will see miracles every day. Every day. Every day. So you are we are learning something over here. And the man what began to prosper. Listen to me. Anybody you think that your life has not seen any progress. In this season, you are going to start seeing prosperity. You are going to start the journey of prosperity. Give us back the scripture so that we can look at it and have faith. And the man began to prosper. He began. The man began to prosper. The man can be you. The man can be me. In fact, the man is me. I don't know about you. Amen and amen. Who is the man over here? I said, who is the man over here? Speak like you have, you have faith. Who is the man over here? Mention your name. Okay. Maybe you don't understand what I'm saying. You, I'm just trying to let you mention your name. Who is the man over here? He said, the man began to prosper. And the prosperity did not end. The Bible said, he continued. He continued prospering till he became what? Very prosperous. This is somebody's prosperity. This is somebody's prophecy. This is somebody's word. Receive it right now. So, in the midst of adversity, you can prosper. It is the will of God and it is the delight of God for us to see prosperity. Tell John 2. He said, I wish above all things. I desire, it is my will, that you will prosper and be in health. Tell John 2, the scriptures come quickly, please. He said, it is my desire that you, you prosper. The New King James puts it this way. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper. Do you see it over there? He said, I pray. The King James Version says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, that you prosper and what? Be in health. Be in health that you'll be strong. Anybody who is sick over here, God wants you well. And you'll be well today. I said, you'll be well today. Even as thy soul prospers, your spiritual prosperity. Your spiritual prosperity. Most of the time, you know, sometimes uh, we have been trained in Christianity, uh, religious Christianity, not actually Christianity, but religion, to accept poverty. But the Bible does not teach poverty. The Bible does not teach poverty as the heritage of the child of God. Anytime the Bible talks about the children of God, it talks about healing. It talks about God's protection. It talks about prosperity. But you see, we have imbibed that teaching for so long. Sometimes when we are hearing some words like this, it is difficult for us to open our hearts and believe. And because of that, we walk in unbelief and the unbelief takes over our lives. And so we are not able to see the manifestation of the word. He said, I wish above all things that you will prosper, that you may prosper and be in health. Even as I so prospers. You can experience challenges for so long that you only believe in challenges. 
oh, lying in lie that ups and downs. And so you cannot believe that, oh, you can have consistent prosperity. Look at uh, Genesis 26, verse 13 that we just read. The man began to prosper and he continued prospering. That is how God wants your life to be. The path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. He said, for give us the let me read, let's read the, 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 that scripture again 13 and 14 said he began to prosper till he became very prosperous for what in the midst of adversity he had possessions of flocks that is businesses he had possessions of flocks and possessions of hairs and a great number of servants so in the midst of the adversity that is when he was even employing people the more and the philistines envied him God can increase you to the point where people notice you. And when they notice you, many of them will not like you. They will not like you. If you want everybody to like you, you are not ready for the prosperity of God. But if you want God to prosper you, get ready. Haters will arise. Haters will arise. Haters will arise. But God is going to still prosper you. I said God is still going to prosper you. I said God is still going to prosper you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So, God wants us to prosper. Let's look at another scripture. Psalm 35, the verse 27. Psalm 35, 27. It said, let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Let them say continually, the Lord be magnified. Who has what? Pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. God is happy. God is desirous for us to prosper. He rejoices in our prosperity. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Are you a, a servant of God over here? Then God wants you to prosper. Lift up your right hand. Say, I will prosper. Do you believe what you are saying? Say, I will prosper. Say, I will prosper. Say, I will do well. How do you access this prosperity that God has made available for you? It takes one word. Faith. 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 This month, I've been sharing with you on the subject of faith because I want you to be established in the truth, established in the word of God. It takes faith to access every divine provision. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. He that comes to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that be diligently seek him. It takes faith to access every divine or any divine provision. Whatever God has said is available, you can only access it by faith. Jesus told the man in Mark uh, chapter 9 verse uh, 23, he said, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. How many things? All things are possible to him that believes. So it takes faith to, faith to access every and any divine provision. So if God talks about healing, he says that by his stripes you are healed. How do you access your health? How do you access healing from God? He says faith. Prosperity too is the same thing. It takes faith. You need faith to be able to access the provision of God. Yes, God can have everything available for you. But if you don't have the checkbook of faith, you will not be able to download anything. How many of you have realized that even after you have gone to deposit your own money in the bank, when you go, you need an ATM card or you need a checkbook. That checkbook is your faith. Your own money that you have deposited into your own bank account with your name on it, with your picture on it, and they'll tell you that, no, before you can even withdraw this money, you need a checkbook. And it won't be tied if you forget your own signature. Your own money. It is a principle in the spirit, same. 
God has made every provision available for us. But we need our faith to draw it. Faith is a conveyor belt that translates supernatural provisions from the realm of the spirit into the physical. So if God says that all things are yours, it means that the car exists already. It means that health exists already. It means that a good marriage exists already. It means that that business that you are looking for, it already exists. All things are yours. Everything is yours. But how come, how come in your hands you don't see anything? You need faith to translate it. Everything is yours. It's available spiritually. It's available spiritually. Look at the blessings and the promises that God gives Abraham. He uh, in Genesis chapter number 12, when Abraham leaves his house, the Bible says that, and God appeared to Abraham again and said that this land that you are on is, is yours and it shall be yours and for your seed after you. But if you realize, he did not, he did not, he did not receive it immediately. He did not receive it immediately. Isaac also encountered the Lord and he said that this land that you are on, it shall be given to you and to you and to your descendants forever. Jacob also had a dream, and the, the, the Lord appeared to him and said, this land is yours. You see, so all things are yours, but they are yours, available to you in the realm of the spirits. That means that the, the car that you are looking for, the house that you are looking for, the money that you are looking for, the resources that you are looking for, they are available, but they are available in spiritual form. They are available in spiritual form. Let me show you something again. Hebrews chapter number 11. You see, the things I'm sharing with you, they are the foundation for your prosperity. They are the foundation for the believer's inheritance. If you miss them, you will go gallivanting in your Christianity. You will be a faithful Christian, but you will not enjoy in life. Faithfulness will bring you heavenly blessings. Faith will bring you physical manifestations. So somebody can be a faithful person, be pleasing to God, but will still be sick. Will still be sick. Why? The person, it takes faith to receive from God. It takes faith to receive from God. Why have I been serving God all these years? And then it looks as though nothing is working. Yes, you are faithful, but it is not faithfulness that will bring you those manifestations. Faithfulness is good. God requires us to be faithful. It's part of the package, but it is faith that brings the manifestations. That brings the miracles. It is not faithfulness. Faithfulness will buy transgenerational blessings for you and for your children. But then for you to walk in the now blessings, the present manifestations, it takes faith. It takes faith. Because you, it takes faith to download from the realm of the spirit. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Let me divest a bit from what, what, I'm, what I have prepared. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Quickly, quickly. Now, do you see that? Faith is what? Now. Faith is now. Now, faith is what? The substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Meaning, faith is the evidence of unseen realities. There are realities, things that are available for us, that these things are not seen. They are in the realm of the spirit. But you cannot eat spiritual food. And then your stomach will be satisfied. You need physical food. So you need to know how to download it from the realm of the spirit into the physical. He says that, let's, go, let's continue to the verse number 3, uh, from 2-3. Three, three. By it, the elders obtained a good report, verse number 3. Uh-huh. 
By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are what? Let, look at that. The things which are what? Come on, read it aloud. The things which are what? Seen, physical, can be touched. Where were they created from? Come on, re- read it. They were what? So you see, it means that they are invisible things. They are invisible things. Come, are you getting it? They are invisible resources. He said that things which are seen were not made by things which are seen. So there are things which are seen and there are things which cannot be seen. There are things which are seen and there are things which cannot be seen. And all your blessings, everything that God has made available for you, it is available presently now in the unseen realm. Listen, your marriage is there. Your husband, your wife, they are there. Your children, they are there. They are present right now. God does not dwell in yesterday, today, tomorrow. Before God, there's no future, there's no past, there's no present. Everything is an eternal present. He can see tomorrow as clearly as he sees today. So whatever is available in tomorrow is accessible to God even right now. So when you come to God, sometimes you say that, God, I'm hungry. He sometimes may not appreciate it. Why? Because he has seen you satisfied. He has seen you satisfied. Everything is eternally present with God. He sees all things. Everything is before him. Before God, there's no tomorrow, there's no ten years. Everything is present. He lives in eternity. He dwells in eternity. We are in time. So what happens for our manifestation? How do you receive a miracle? It is when eternity is compressed and it is placed within time that you see a manifestation in your life. So within time, so God has made your marriage available and it's in the realm of the spirit. It's in eternity. But then for you to see a manifestation in the balance of time, in the human existence of time, you need something that can compress it, that can shape it and bring it into the time, into the realm of time, into the realm of the physical for you to enjoy. For you to enjoy. Have you, do you know, usually when gold it's mined. They come up with a gold nuggets and gold bars. I see. The gold bar will not automatically translate to an earring or to a chain. It must be taken through a process. And that process will shape it, will frame it, it, it will frame it and put it into the necessary shape that you can use as an ornament. Is gold precious? Is gold precious? Okay, go and get a bar of gold and hang it around your neck. Eh? Are you understanding me? You cannot do that. Even though the gold is expensive, you need it in a particular shape or a particular form. Faith, similarly in the realm of, in, in, in the realm of the spirit, faith is that which compresses the spiritual gold into the form that we can use as an ornament to display or to, 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 to show forth beauty in our lives. So, the car exists in the realm of the spirit. How do you bring it into the physical space? So, I define faith as a conveyor belt by which we can translate unseen resources from the realm of the spirit into the physical, into the physical. What you need is faith. Tell somebody you need faith. 
Tell somebody you need faith. Tell somebody you need faith. You are looking for healing. It can access the healing now, but you need faith to encapsulate it from the realm of the spirit into the physical realm so that you start feeling it in your body. You start experiencing it in your body. You need faith. So there is faith for prosperity. There is faith for prosperity. One of the areas that the church has not done very well until in recent times in teaching has been on the subject of faith. So whenever we are told to have faith, we don't even understand what it is. I'm going to trust God that in the next, uh, in today's session and the next uh, few sessions, I'll be doing a bit more on the subject of faith so that we understand how to appropriate the things that belong to us. Without faith, you cannot receive anything. Without faith, you cannot even please God. Without faith, you have no access to all that is deposited in your spiritual bank accounts. You need faith. Who wants to know about faith? Glory to Jesus. It takes faith to appropriate every, any divine provision. Five things faith or prosperity believes in. You need to believe in something. In the law of faith, you need to engage the tenet of believing. There must be things that you believe in as a Christian. These are the, these are the things that form your mentality. These are the things that define your actions and your reactions. These are your convictions about life. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Can you give us the uh, King James Version quickly? The King James Version of, uh, no, the Amplified Version of that scripture. Hebrews 11 verse 1. You need to have some convictions about life. Nobody can say they are walking by faith and not walk by conviction. He said, now faith is the assurance. Did you see it? There must be an assurance, something that you are working with, a mentality that you have. He said, it's the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for, being proof of things which we do not see. And what? Can you read together? The what? The conviction of what? Ah, of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact, that which is not what? Revealed to the senses. But then, even though, so, you, believing in God, you have to believe in God. Have you seen God before? But you must have a conviction that this unseen being is real. These are the foundations of faith. Faith is a conviction. A conviction in some unseen realities. Faith it's a conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact. Is it? So somebody will be saying, ah, will I ever marry? It looks as though I am never getting into any relationship. Any relationship that I get into does not work. Or anytime I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't seem to be able to get any job that can pay me well. Nobody seems to be, nothing good seems to be coming out. Can I, will I prosper? Will I ever marry? You, if you catch faith. Even though things may not seem to be going the way you expect things to go, with conviction of the reality, you will eventually walk into a manifestation. The conviction of the reality. There was one time a prophet told, uh, was it in um, uh, Jehoshaphat and Ahab? He said, even though the winds do not blow, the clouds do not gather, yet the valleys will be full of water. 
create the valley to be full of water. Conviction. Conviction. Ah, I've not entered into a relationship. Will I ever marry? Nobody's come my way. Will I ever marry? But if you have faith that you are going to marry, you don't need to look at the things that are happening. The conviction is enough. I said the conviction is enough. The conviction is enough. And it will happen by miracle. Oh, you are, you, are, you are growing 20, 30, 40, and then you are saying, hey, that is what I'm giving up. But if you have faith for it, the conviction of your reality, I'm not saying that you get it easy. Amen. And amen. Somebody will not say, hey, hey that was too much about. No, I'm just trying to pick a point over here. Amen. And amen. The conviction of your reality. So you know you marry. How will you marry? You are not in a relationship. I know I have a conviction for it. It's in my heart. I have faith that I'll marry. You've not even bought a block, not to talk about buying a land. And you don't even have your, some, some, you know, some people's cases are different from others. You know. They don't even have to buy a land, they, but they can still have faith that they'll get a house. Why? Their father has a house and the man is old. But you, your old man, who is even go, about to die tomorrow, he's a tenant. So your own uh, matter. Even though there's no, when they talk about family, there's no family land that you can talk about. You have sold everything. Everybody is a tenant. <laughs> How will you ever know that you have a house? Faith can buy a house for you. Faith. Faith, the substance of things hoped for. Listen, as I stand over here, I'm a product of faith. I've believed God for things, and I see them manifesting. So, what are the convictions? What are the things that faith for prosperity believes in? Number one, faith for prosperity believes in the word of God. As I'm speaking to you right now, and you are hearing, you must believe that something is happening. You must believe that something is happening. You must believe that some grace is being made available for your prosperity. You must believe the word of God. Many people don't believe the word of God. A lot of church people don't even believe the word of God. They believe in certain manifestations. So they come for a service and nobody shakes. And they say, ah, today the service was not powerful. Today, it's as though the man came to speak, speak, speak. I, I didn't feel that thing that I've been feeling at my side. Then I know that God is here. If you want to feel something, you just shake yourself, get a relief, but then believe the word of God. Oh, there was no oil that was poured anywhere, so nothing happened. No, you have to believe the word of God. That the word of God that you are hearing and the word of God that you are being told. So the God, God so God gave us a word this month, and it's our prosperity through faith. So that means that there's prosperity available for us. That is the word that God has given to us. You must believe that word. He must have conviction that, ah, if God has spoken to our man of God from his, the scriptures to us, that there is, we can, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of challenges, we can still prosper through faith, then I believe I am going to prosper. 
I believe surely that my visions and my dreams are going to come to pass. I believe that I'm going to get that admission. I believe that that door is opening for me. Whether there's money or there's no money. Whether there's helper or there's no helper. I believe. Why? God has said it. Once God has said it, it is settled for me. Luke chapter 1 verse 25. Blessed is she that believeth. Blessed is she that believeth. Blessed is she that believeth. In Shira Anka near Ojidie. Ana Ojidie. Blessed is she that believeth. Why? For there shall be a fulfillment. Uh, King James says, a performance of those things which were what? Told her of the Lord. God says something. So if you believe it, you'll be blessed. The blessed one is the one who believes what has been said. Do you believe it? What do you believe? What do you believe? The word of God. What has God's word said? And you are the head and not the tail. You've got to believe it. You've got to believe it. Amen and amen. You've got to believe it. Not that one, but believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. Believe the word of God. Romans chapter 4 verse 18. The father of faith has something to teach us over here. The Bible says, Abraham, who against hope, believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations. This was a man whose libido was gone. His natural strength was gone. His wife's ability was gone. Yet the Bible says, against hope, Abraham believed in hope. What was the hope that he believed in? That he might become the father of many nations. Why? According to that which was what? Spoken. Spoken. So shall thy seed be. So all Abraham's faith was not in any physical manifestation. He was rested upon the word of God. I came to assure somebody over here. If you can rest upon the word of God. In the midst of the challenges that are going on. You are going to see your miracles. You are going to see your miracles. You are going to see your open door. In the midst of the challenging situation. That is when you are going to get married. That is when God is going to open that door for you. That is when you are going to see unusual your prosperity. I came to tell somebody, if you can make your bed and rest upon the word of God, when men are cast down, when men are giving up, when men say that there is no hope, that is when you shall be testifying that there is a lifting up. That shall be your story. I said that shall be your story. Believe in the word of God. Believe in the word of God. Believe. Believe. Don't believe in a certain dream that you have had that and it looks as though, no, 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 believe in the word of God. Oppose what you are seeing with the word of God. Oppose it. Don't accept facts that don't align with the word of God. Believe in the word of God. Number two, believe in the power or the ability of God. God is able to do just what he said. He will do. You see, he's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God. Because he won't give up on you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Superstars. <laughs> oh, stars of the present. My God, my God. You want to shoot? I have shot. <laughs> Believe in the power of God. You have to believe that God can do. 
is that he said, come do God. You know, sometimes when people come and we are having a miracle service and they are coming for healing, and they, they say they are coming for healing, no, but they don't believe that something can hit them and they be healed. They don't believe. So they, are, they come and they come without expectation. But you've got to believe in the power of God. Is if you believe in the power of God, you even if you are sick right now, you can the word of God can be healing you. You believe that ah, something is happening to me as I'm, the word of God is coming. Believe in the ability of God. Believe that God can engineer things. Believe that God can move people. Believe that God can bring somebody from America to come and marry you. Believe that God can send somebody from Dubai to come and give you some money for your business. Believe that all things are possible with God. Believe that God can do everything. Believe in his ability. Believe that God can move things around for your blessing. If you are going to prosper in this season, you have to believe in the ability of God. Abraham saw prosperity. Why? Because he believed in the power of God. Romans chapter 4, 19 to 21. He said, and being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. So he did not believe in his own body. He considered not his body now dead. Oh, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Oh my God. Don't look at the situation that you are going through and all the evidences of impossibility. Oh, sometimes we go, oh me, I'm being real. I'm being real. There's a word of God, but let's face reality. What is the reality that you want? There is a word of God and there's reality. Then don't, don't never say that you're a Christian. Because the, word, the Christianity is not based on, on what you are calling reality. Christianity is based on the word of God. The sooner we move towards the word of God, the better for us. The better for us. Believe in the ability of God. Some of us are facing some impossible situations. Impossible situations. But we serve God who can cure people of cancer. We serve God who can cure people of stroke. We serve God who can cure people of HIV AIDS. We serve God who can turn people into billionaires. We serve God who can give people appointments when they have even been denied already. Just within, was it just within this week? Now now sends me a testimony. He said, ah, Papa, good, there's good news. Somebody are going to send me that testimony very soon. She said that there's good news. Why? She had gone for an interview. She had been months without a job. Months without a job. And so she said, I know I need to get me a job. So she went for an interview on the 3rd of November. The 3rd of November. Uh, and that's at just the beginning of this month, month. And when she went for the interview, according to her, they said that they, because they, she said she wanted to work for one year for a few reasons. I don't know why she wants to work for a few years, but she said she wants to work for one year. So immediately they filled her. They said they wanted a permanent staff, somebody who can be working for them for a longer time. And so they said that, sorry, we don't even want to give you a, a expectation or hope. So we want somebody who will stay with us for longer. One year is too short for us. So she said she went to, when she was going home, she was uh, falling, crestfallen. She was downcast. She was flabbergasted. She was uh, astounded. She was shaking like a leaf. She was worried and sad. Amen and amen. That's the interpretation for that one word that you used. She only said that she was sad, but all of these things have come out of her. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. So, but when she went home, 
You see, that is one of the benefits of listening to messages and coming for church. She remembered I had been teaching about confessions. What she was hearing was the voice of the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost amplifies the word of God to you. The word that you are hearing. She started remembering the voice that ah, the teaching reverend has been giving about confessions. So confess what you want. Don't confess what you are seeing. So she said, ah, when she got it, she made a confession. And she said, ah, in the name of Jesus, these people, they will not get anybody to occupy that job. They will not be, get anybody. And then they will call me. I will not call them. They will call me. And they will tell me to come and work immediately. What are you talking about? No, no. Is, I'm, 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 this is live. She's over here. Look at her. Tall body. Glory to Jesus Christ. Tuesday, she was uh, in town running some errands for the church and doing something so really related. And while she was there, she was even suffering and tired. Wow, my sister. Sweaty. And then all of a sudden, her phone started ringing. Sune Patasune. Sune Patasune. <laughs> you see, we are the manufacturers of the ringing tone. Huh? Ah, who at all is disturbing me over here? She picked the phone. The, the people at the institution had called her and they were saying that come and start work tomorrow. Come and start work tomorrow. You need to believe in the ability of God. Some of us, if we can believe God from now to December, I'm seeing more than 100,000 Ghana cities located to you. Oh, you know, because I'm You don't believe. You see, you don't believe in the ability of God. From now till December, God can bring you some financial flow that you least expected. God can cause somebody to come bread from Baal Shalisha, a man to appear to you, a woman to come from nowhere, and the person can come and bless you and say, take this, start your business with this. God can bless you. Oh, one day a sister told me something. After God had given her a word, God had given her a word, I gave her a prophetic word. All of a sudden she was there, and a man that she was not related to, not by blood or anything, Called her and said, ah, I've been thinking about you for some time now, and I feel like God wants me to help you. What is your dream? What is your vision? She outlined her, the company she wanted to set up, the machines that she needed. She said, ah, I feel like God wants me to help you. So, bring the cost of all the things that you need. I'm going to start buying the equipment for you. Just don't tell anybody that I'm the one doing it for you. A man that she's not married to, a married man who is uh, happily enjoying his marriage and doing his own thing somewhere. He said, I've got, and the, the equi- equipment are not cheap. And it's no one. We are talking about something in the hundreds of thousands of Ghana cities. Believe in the ability of God. Believe that God can do it. God can do it. Many of us, we believe in only small things. Oh, you know, at the end of the day, we receive only small things. When you say that God is bringing some miracle money away, all you are seeing is some 20 cities, 50 cities, 100 cities. But today I have come to upgrade your faith. Move higher. I said move higher. Tell somebody beside you, move higher. Push the person, tell the person, move higher. 
before the end of this year, God is releasing some 10,000 cities for somebody over here. God is releasing some 100,000 for somebody over here. Some 20,000 is coming your way. Some 5,000 is coming your way. Some 2,000 is coming your way. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. God is engineering it and bringing it in your direction. Take it now. Glory to Jesus Christ. Believe in the ability of God. Number three, believe in the love of God. Jesus saw miracles because God loved him. John chapter 5, verse 19 and 20. Then answered Jesus and said unto him, Verily I said unto you, unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. For what things soever he does, this also the son like, does the son likewise. For the father loved the son and showed him things that himself does. And he showed him greater works than this that you may marvel. Jesus was saying the miracles he was doing was because he saw the father doing them. And the father did them because he loves the son. So you have to believe any miracle that you experience is just a, a manifestation of the love of God. God doesn't answer our prayers because we are righteous. He answers our prayers because he loves us. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believes will not perish. You have to believe that God loves you enough to bless you. If God loves you, then he will take care of you. Have you seen a father who loves their children and not die for their provision? We will do it. Why? Because we love the children. There's somebody who is a bigger and a greater father than us. Jesus said that if you, even being men, will not give our stones to your children when they ask for bread, and will not give them serpents and snakes uh, when they ask for fish, how much more the Father, your Father which is in heaven, God loves you. Somebody say, God loves me. Do you believe that God loves you? Oh, some of you, some, there are many, some people say, but they don't believe it. They don't believe that you have to believe that God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. And Jesus affirms it for us. John chapter number 16, verse 27. The Father himself loves you because you have loved me. And I believe that I am come out from God. So the Father himself loves you. John 16, 27. Number four, believe in the presence of God with you all the time. In the midst of these situations, how many of us know that God is with us? When you go to work, God is with you. When you go to the market, God is with you. When you open the shop, God is right there with you. When you are driving your car, God is with you. When you are saying, hey, don't go me, don't go me, you are not shouting alone. God is shouting that don't go me with you. God is right there with you. Ah, if God is there with you at the marketplace, how can you feel? When you are posting your business ad on your status, you have to believe that God is with you over there as well. And you are going to get customers. God is with you. Say, God is with me. You have to believe that God is ever with you. God is never going to leave you or forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 and verse number 6. Verse number 6. In fact, the verse number 5. Uh, the latter pastor, for he has said, who said God? I will never leave you nor forsake you. You have to believe that God will never leave you. That means that his presence is always there. So, verse 6 says that, so I will boldly say that the Lord is my helper. In these times, we need the help of God. The king said, how can I help you if God doesn't help you? So God is our helper. And because he is with us, his presence is with us. He said that 
God, the Lord is my helper. The Lord is my helper. So that when you go and open that business, uh, you say, Father, thank you that you are with me. I'm not doing this thing alone. I'm not doing this thing alone. When you wake up in the morning and you are stepping out to work, uh, you say, that, Lord, I'm with you. You are with me. As I step out, I'm not walking alone. I'm walking with you. Whatever you are engaging, bring God into the picture. Because he's ever with you. Believe he's with you. Believe he's with you. And then number five. Number five. Number five. Believe in his prophets. Faith for prosperity. Faith for prosperity. Believe in his prophets. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. The Bible says, And they arose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And they went forth. Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe also his prophets, and you will prosper. Believe in the prophets of God. So, who is the prophet of God? The one who has the word of God for your life. When the Bible talks about prophets, it's not always talking about the one who says, ah, I see, I see, I see. No, it's talking about the one who has been mandated to speak God's word to you. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. Jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15. said, I'll give you pastors after my own heart. Huh? 15, 15, 15, and then we'll come to 16. said, I'll give you pastors according to my own my heart. Which shall feed you with what? Knowledge and understanding. God says that he will give you pastors. These are the ones with his word. They will feed you. So believe that what I'm telling you is, is, is what's going to help you in this season. Don't believe it's in your, your wife's stack pack pack. Is there any time you say that, oh, my, my work is what takes care of me. God is offended. God is offended. Believe that God has sent me. When you are coming to church, did you be, what did you believe? Did you and you are come to listen to a man speak to you? What did you believe? Do you believe that that man carries a word for your destiny this season? Many come, a lot come, go to church, but not many believe that God is using their pastors to speak to them. I believe that this is what God is giving you the formula to give you the formula for this season of life. Believe in his prophets. Said, I'll send you, I'll give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you. So what I'm doing right now is I'm feeding you with knowledge and understanding. And then what will happen in the verse number 16? In the verse number 16, quickly please. The first part will tell you what happens when you receive knowledge and understanding from the prophets of God. Said, and it shall come to pass that when you are multiplied and increased in the land. So prosperity. Prosperity comes when you believe in his prophets. Oh, you believe in his prophets. I prophesy over your life in the name of Jesus Christ that in this season you will not suffer lack. In this season you will not suffer want. In this season God is going to preserve you. I prophesy that you are going to experience help that you have ever experienced all through the year. I prophesy in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that while people are going to me preco uh, rallies and whatever but shake it satire your god will be giving you life your god will be giving you supply i prophesy over your life and i speak by the word of the living god help is coming from the north help is 
is coming from the south. Help is coming from the east. Help is coming from the west. I prophesy over your business that in this season, you are going to see increase. You are going to see multiplication. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I prophesy that even in this season, you are going to receive a favor. You are going to be favored by your boss. You are going to be favored by people in high places. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I prophesy that whatever is in your hands, the blessing of the Lord is coming upon it and it shall increase. It shall increase just like ah, the oil did not dry up nor the flower of the woman finisher. I prophesy whatever money that is in your bank account, it is not going to run down. It is not going to run down. It is not going to run down. Whatever money is in your pocket, you are go- it is going to multiply. I prophesy that the rains of God shall come upon your land. And in that land which others sowed and did not see anything, you will sow in that land. And that same land will produce for you. I prophesy when men are even afraid of entering into relationships now because of the burden of the times, you are going to meet that beloved. You are going to meet that one who is going to be oh, your husband. In the name of Jesus Christ, I prophesy everyone that is trusting God for marriage within this season, help is coming your way. 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 I prophesy that bread is coming from Baal-Shalisha. I prophesy ah, that the windows of heaven, uh, the supplies of heaven, uh, be opened over you uh, and you are going to prosper. I decree and I declare you are not going to waste money on medicines because of sickness. Uh. Oh, I prophesy that you will be in health. I prophesy that you will be in strength. I prophesy that you will see progress and increase. Uh. I prophesy that you eat the good of the land. The good of the land is open for you. It's released for you. It's released for you. It's released for you. I see businesses increasing. I see businesses begin to make progress. I prophesy your business is part of them. In the name of Jesus Christ, even in this week, God is going to cause you to receive that miracle call. Somebody is going to call you to bless you. Somebody is going to call you to help you. In the name of Jesus Christ, anyone that owes you money, I prophesy that they are being reminded and they are going to pay you up. They are going to pay you. I decree and I declare this is your season of increase. Somebody shout increase. Shout increase. Give the Lord some praise over here. Glory to Jesus Christ. Give me two minutes. Let me just wrap up and then we are out of here. How do you connect to the faith for prosperity? Number one, get the word of God. Romans 10, 17. Get to the word. Get to the word. You see how you are being encouraged as I'm sharing the word of God with you. You see how faith is rising up. That is it. When you are listening to the messages, podcasts every day, you see that faith is coming. Faith is coming. All the messages that have been preached are uploaded onto the podcast. Get to the word. Don't go a single day without going to the word of God. Read the Bible. Meditate on the scriptures. Faith will come to your spirit shop. The entrance of his word given light and brings understanding to the simple. Entrance comes when we meditate on the word of God. 
So get to the word. Eat the word. Feed on the word. Eat the word. Eat the word. Don't eat words of fear and unbelief. And when you listen to the radio too much, you listen to the newspapers too much, you'll be eating fear. Do you know that fear sells more than peace? Do you know that bad news travels better than good news? So if you are, your teachers are the WhatsApp group. Your teachers, while God says, I'll give you pastors to feed you with knowledge and wisdom. You are busy, uh, knowledge and understanding. You are being fed by teachers from your social media, from the newspapers, from the radio stations. Ah, that, 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 that Kumasiano uh, radio presenter. And the way they put the thing, eh? And they become your, they are feeding you with fear. No, go and eat the word. Eat the words of prosperity. Go and listen to this message again where you keep hearing that God will prosper you, God will cause you to do well, God will cause doors to open for you. Eat those ones, eat those ones. Go and take the scriptures that I've just shared with you, read them again, meditate on them, claim them, feed your faith. Don't feed your fear. Feed your faith, not your fear. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. And then fellowship with testimonies. I've shared some testimonies with you. Remember them. Go to, the, uh, go to our online portal. Go and read testimonies. Now all our messages, we make sure that testimonies are part of the messages. Go and listen to the testimonies. Listen, feed on the testimonies. You see, whenever you see God doing something for your neighbor, then it's in the neighborhood. It means that it's likely. Maybe, maybe your house number is house number three. But he did it for house number one. Gradually, it's going to come to two. And then it comes to three. Feed on testimonies. Let things that empower your faith. Because there are too many things that would discourage you. Too many things. Too many things. So feed, on, feed your faith. Feed your faith. Number two. How do you connect to faith for prosperity? Believe the word and keep believing. Keep believing. Mark chapter 9, verse 20 to 23. You see something happen over there. And the man brought his child to the disciples of Jesus, and they could not cast out the demon. Jesus said, he came to Jesus and said, that If you can do something for us, do it. Help us. That's Mark chapter 9, verse 22. He said, Have compassion on us and help us. Look at what Jesus says in the verse number 23. He said, that, It's not if I can do something, but rather if you can believe. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. So you've got to believe the things that I've just shared with you. Believe in the presence of God. Believe in the word of God. Believe in the prophets of God. Believe in the power of God. Believe in the ability of God. You've got to believe these things. Believe. And continue believing. Why? Because you are going to hear information that will take away your faith. The Bible tells us in Mark chapter number 9, the same chapter 9, I believe, of chapter 5, verse number 36. The Bible tells about Jairus. When he went to call Jesus to come and heal his, his, his daughter, on the way, they met informants from the house and said, let the master go. Your daughter is dead. Jesus said that, fear not. Just believe. Be not afraid. And as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid. Only what? Believe. Just believe. So, if he didn't believe, why did he go and call Jesus? But the thing is that sometimes when you start believing, things will happen. Situations will come up and then you'll be shaken. But get out of those situations and continue believing. Continue believing. 
your faith for prosperity will rise up. Your faith for prosperity will rise up. And then you begin to see miracles happen in your life. Last week I told you that uh, one of the, in, in uh, connecting to heaven's economy, uh, I, shared, I shared with you about your giving, how giving can open the doors of financial flow for you. And I told you that I was even increasing my offering last week. How many of you remember? As soon as I gave, before Tuesday, I received almost more than times four of the amount that I gave. God multiplied by times four. And so, on the Tuesday as well, I, the Lord told me that increase your offering again. I did it. That, this time, the, the overflow started coming. I received more than times 10 of that what I gave. So, this morning, to have increases. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Why? The thing works. It's a principle. I believe it. That's why I'm, I'm working it. I believe it. You know, some people are waiting for others to come and share their testimonies. And then, you see, if you live that way, you always be behind. When you get the word of God, act on it. Be the first to act upon the, word, upon the word. When God gives a word, and then the Lord now asks people to demonstrate their faith, some will be sitting there, and then they are squirming, and they are waiting for other people to take the lead. Those who take the lead always be living in life. Always be living in life. I acted upon the word, and the word started working. It started working. It started working. But I went through, I had been through situations that would have caused me not to believe. Believe and keep believing. Keep believing. Tell somebody to keep believing. Number three, speak the word. Speak the word. Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and will not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. So, say the word. Don't speak your fears. Speak the word. Our sister received a testimony. Why? She made a confession. She made a declaration. Some of us, you see, and uh, sometimes I'm worried when I don't see people taking notes. Because you may forget all that you have been taught. Look at the number of points I've made today. If you don't take notes, how are you going to go through the points? And it's not as though you're going to listen to the podcast too. But after today, I've repented. You're going to listen to the podcast. I also take notes. As you are writing, it becomes yours. It becomes yours. Amen and amen. So, speak the word. Declare the word. Do you know that the Bible says that when God created man, he breathed into man and a man became a living soul. That word living soul also means a speaking spirit. So, man was made to talk. When you meet that sister, you say she talks too much. Don't say that again. She was made to talk. Amen. When you meet that brother and you say, don't say that. He was made to talk. If you cry, you should increase your talking. What are you talking about? Uh, so you see, some people are going to take advantage of what pastor has said. They are going to disturb their family. Please, I'm not talking about that. Amen and amen. But speak. Salvation is by speaking. Faith speaks. Second Corinthians 4.13. We believe, therefore we speak. And then finally, act on the word of God. Act on the word of God. James 2.14 What does it profit you, my brethren? Do a man say, have faith, and have no works, or have no deeds? How can faith alone save him? James 2.18 Yea, a man may say that they have faith, or thou hast faith, and have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show you your faith by my works. Whatever you believe, you must act upon it. You must act upon it. Now you believe that God is going to prosper the work of your hands. Go and get some work to do. Go and start a business. You believe that God is going to prosper. Start something. Start something. Start something. Start something. Take a step of faith. You believe that.
that you are healed. Do what you couldn't do before. Start practicing your faith. Many people are hear the word, but they don't step out in faith. And so they miss their manifestation. Communion is their actions of faith. Partaking of communion. Some of us don't even have communion in our homes. We are Christians and we believe in the communion. We believe in the power of the communion. Communion contains healing power, yoke-breaking power, curse-neutralizing power, and releases the power of blood for prosperity. How many of us don't have communion wine in our home? Your own personal communion wine. Let me see one. Wave it for me. Go and get it. You see, go and get it. Even every now and then, you get some of the communion, you provide, you sprinkle over your house. You sprinkle over your house. Neutralize demonic presence. Neutralize demonic presence. The Bible calls them the blood of the sprinkling. Neutralize. Use the communion. Give it to your children. They will not be going to hospital the way they've been going. Give it to your children. Get oil. When we say bring oil, bring it, over it, and when you go, use it. You see that the business is going, not going well. And go sprinkle blood over your business. Or go and anoint. You see, be a practicing Christian. Don't just be a Christian with no practices. No. You say you're a Christian. What proves that you're a Christian? The actions, the t- taking the steps of faith. Don't always be waiting that, oh, the church is giving this direction. No, you also, you are a personal Christian before you're a public Christian. Take the steps of faith. Take the communion. My God. You wake up in the middle of the night, there's a problem. You saw, you had a dream, or some, uh, you have been seeing that, ah, no, the customers that you are having, they are not coming anymore. You wake up one night in the middle of the night, say, I am going to work. This thing is going to stop. This nonsense is going to stop. You start cabbing, you pick your mantle. You see, mantle, get your mantles. Get your communion. You begin to pray and apply the communion, apply your oil, whichever one that the Holy Ghost will direct you to. Don't be again. No, 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 no. Get up. You're a warrior. If you want to tie some bandana around your forehead, shakatabaya, and say that I am here for business. Are you understanding me? I don't believe in these things anymore. The way I'm surprised, I'm limited. I don't go. Hey, stop talking that way. Get up. Get your sword and your, your buckler and begin to make your battles. Begin to make your battles. You are a Christian for heaven's sake. Use your faith. Use your faith. Oh, our dear was she, Elizabeth, last week, by this time, she had written an exam. Her results had not appeared. Everybody's results had appeared in their, in, 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 in their, in their whatever, portal or on the something. In, on the internet. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. And for over a month, hairs have not come. And in most of these universities, when things happen this way, they, they have misplaced your exam paper or something. And mostly they will just fail you. They will just fail you. She received a prophetic word that the Lord has done it. And then she sowed a seed. She sowed a seed. She, she has always said, I sowed a small seed. So I took a seed. Of a seed. Monday morning, she woke up. She checked the portal. She didn't send me the link. So, me too, I'm a student there. What are you talking about? And that was A plus. A plus. She wanted, they had posted her about time to carry her and her children all the way to Adal East or Adal West or something. 
that she go to announce when do a national service. Uh, and she was like, I cannot go to this place. She went to national service that they should change it to a place in Accra that's close by so that she can have some ease. Oh, one week, two weeks. How, how long? Some, she was not hearing from them. She was not hearing from them. So she went to uh, AMA. She wanted to be changed to AMA. The AMA HR said that go all the way to Adams and get a certain letter. And she too, she was about to go. Can you imagine? And then she called me. I said, Madam, <laughs> that's going to no, don't go anywhere. Whatever happened will happen. Stay right here. That same Monday, that the morning she had the A plus by evening, when she went to check her portal, AME was there. Boom. Ah, tell somebody this thing works. Say it is working. Listen, we are showing working over here. In this church, we are not playing. God is going to show working in your life. Next time you tell somebody you are an overcomer and the person asks, why are you an overcomer? God is going to give you evidence to show them. I said, God is going to give you evidence to show them. Glory to Jesus. Do something. Work your faith. Actions. Work your faith. Work your faith. You think the situation you are going through, you don't like it. Do something about it. The business is not going beyond a particular point. One morning, say, Father, this is my morning. I'm coming to work over here. I'm coming to work over here. Before you open the shop, run, anoint the chairs, anoint the Any demon that is seated over here that causes people not to cross this barrier, I break you. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. I, I, I release angels into this shop. I release these angels over this business in the name of Listen to me. Even if your shop is on your phone, it's a shop. My God. Don't be saying that I say shop, so it means I have to have a physical shop. Don't you know that we have e shops? E shops. What are you talking about? You can, you see, be bold as a Christian. Miracles are available for you. This morning you are going to activate your faith. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website www.ebenezaokronipa.com or call 0546-363-9. 5-7. God bless you.